Welcome to the I Heart Chocolate Podcast, a space where chasing dreams and indulging in chocolate is celebrated, where it's okay to walk the abnormal path, break tradition, and pursue your own true happiness. A space where you can gain encouragement, inspiration, and confidence to go out there and become the best chocolatier you possibly can be. I'm your host, Tina Codinha, and I know what it is to be chocolate crazy. Like you truly feel called to do this, as if a light suddenly went on and all arrows point to chocolate. I've had the honor of working under some of the best chocolatiers in the industry, and all the while have dedicated my free time toward bettering my craft at home. I'm a wife, a mother, founder of Codinia Chocolate and Codinia Chocolate Mentorship, which I proudly run with my amazing, talented husband, Bruno. Chocolate is so much in my blood, I couldn't live without it. It's been the wildest journey thus far, and my hope is that this inspires you to keep on keeping on and believe that you can do this too, because the truth is, yes, you can. You really, truly can. So consider me your new chocolate friend, constantly cheering you on because I'm right there with you. And let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the I Heart Chocolate Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest besides me. (laughs) Say hello. (laughs) Hello. In case you didn't realize, that is Bruno. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about our experience on the LA Chocolate Salon, our second chocolate salon in the books. Um, This was our most successful event we've ever done in the history of Codinia Chocolate. So that's pretty huge. First time being in LA. That's pretty huge because I love LA. So yeah, let's talk about it, Papa. So for me, it was a very nice experience because it was my first time speaking mm-hmm. uh, about the chocolate sculpture. And um, there was, a, there was a, I mean, when I talk, it was like around 20, 30 people. And uh, it's the first time I had to speak in front of this kind of people for half an hour. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't prepare anything because I'm not the, the type of guy who prepares things really. So I didn't prepare anything for my speech. Everything and everything went along well because I just talk about things that I like to do, that I love, and uh, Tina was here to support me. So yeah, I, I felt was, very easy. Yeah, clearly we don't prepare because he's jumping right into like his speech would happen at the end of the salon. Um, I was in the audience and when they announced him, I was like, Whoa! you know, like one of those. So he felt very supported. Um, But yeah, it was his first time speaking. It was my first time speaking. Um, I actually had a whole speech planned. I had, I don't know, like five pages of stuff planned. I was speaking on the art of the chocolate dream or making the chocolate dream come true. And I had set an alarm on my phone 20 minutes prior to my speech. So I could go and I could practice and everything. And I knew pretty much, you know, it's it's sharing my story, sharing my dream, which many of you who are listening here, you know it. But when I got in front of that crowd, I just kind of blinked. And I was just, I literally just kind of blinked because there's faces seeing you. And I haven't done a public speech, I want to say, since like college. So yeah, that was interesting. But I feel like because I blanked out, I really spoke genuinely from the heart and everything that just came to me. And it had true... Um- Tina mannerisms and, and that's yeah. why I didn't prepare because I knew that even if I prepare something to read once I get in front of people I would have forgotten everything so yeah that's why I didn't prepare as well yeah plus Bruno is the type of person where you always translate you think it in French first and then you 
think of it in English, right? Yes. But I, I was sitting there on the sidelines watching you and I was thinking, God damn, this guy is good. Like, <laughs> you know, like you came off very professional. You spoke very well. I was like, he's good. He's good. He like, this guy didn't plan anything bull, but no, he, you know, natural, natural talent, natural talent. Because I've been master. looking at you, uh, talks so or inspired me at the oh thanks, thanks, thanks. <laughs> thank you um yeah so la chocolate on it was this past sunday at the pasadena center um that's where it was like way 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 back when i want to say like 12 years ago or something like that when i first attended it and um, it was nice because we were the first booth that you saw when you go down the stairs we're mm -hmm. the first like major vendor that you saw Um, we had two tables, which was great because we brought 32 items, which is kind of nutso, but we brought 32 items. Um, 32. Mm -hmm, 32, plus a chocolate sculpture. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check out the Instagram because Bruno sculpted Vecna, purely chocolate, with his bare hands, just, you know, <laughs> like a machine. Um, can you talk a little bit about that process? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people who would like to know some insight. Um, oh, well, real quick, real quick. I want to take credit, okay, because Bruno over here, you know, like he used to sculpt stuff for like hotels and everything. And I was like, you can do that for Kojina chocolate, like why not? Um, and when you work for a hotel, you can't always do everything that you want. There's always like limitations or it can't be too this or it can't be too that. I'm like, this is Kojina chocolate, you do whatever you want, buddy. Uh, and so he had this original idea. I won't say what, what it is. He had this original idea. And then of course, Stranger Things came out and I was like, Dude, I'm like, Bruno, why don't you just do Vecna and take it away, Papa, because that was your thing. And uh, I actually like the idea because I, I like doing uh, like uh, scary things mm -hmm. uh, because I've done before the Joker and um, I just feel like it's more exciting for me to do scary things. So when she told me Vecna, I, I got excited out of it. So uh, I started working on it. And, you know, when you do a Shopee's and you have to transport it, you always have to think about the transport. So mm -hmm. first, first before I even start the, the, the sculpture, I went, I went to buy um, a base in metal, a base in metal with a pole. We had it made. Well, yes, we had made made and we, we bought it. It was actually like $250, I think, $250. Mm -hmm. And we painted like um, silver, mm -hmm. uh, light silver. And once, once this part was made, I started sculpting my, uh, my piece. So I, I, I started with a skull. We bought a skull on uh, eBay, like a, uh, Etsy, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. We bought a skull on Etsy, like a real size skull. So um, I molded the uh, skull. When I say I molded, I didn't just put just chocolate inside. I, I molded like, and I emptied it a couple of times. So the, mold, the skull was pretty thick but there was still a hole inside yeah. and there was a hole inside. So I could stick my uh, pole into the, um, into the skull of my uh, sculpture. So I put the skull inside of my, um, I put the pole inside of my skull and I stick with a lot of chocolate. I stick with a lot of chocolate and that was my base to start my sculpture. After I, once that this part was done, I had to, uh, Um, make some pictures out of in internet picture of different um, angles exactly picture of different angles of the vecna and uh, based on that but you just uh, you just start going huh? yeah. you start molding chocolate you start with the eyebrows with the cheeks the 
the chin. Um, and at the beginning, I start with the eyes as well, because once you put your eyes, you know where the rest goes. You know where the nose goes. Uh, you, um, and you can see better where the mask go as well. So I always start with the eyes. After I do the nose, I place the mouth and the chin. Once this part is well-pressed, is well-symmetrical, you can start adding a lot of chocolate everywhere on the, on like a, this part, on the throat or chin, I don't know how you call it, on the, on the, cheeks. On the cheeks, front head, on the side, towards the ears. And you just keep going until it looks like the picture you yeah you took. The, the crazy thing the crazy thing with bruno i always say it like he has such an eye it's true you have such an eye with the scene 3d thing so we both took a class before in france to learn chocolate sculpture i thought it was kind of really difficult bruno was more in his element it was in french also but um for him like when he's sculpting for some reason like he can just like look at something and be like oh that needs more here oh that needs less here i need to take off here i need to reduce and I'm just like, how the heck, like, it, it's it's much harder for me to conceptualize things 3D. Like when it's something 2D and you just have to like go stronger to have darkness or go lighter or like blend this or like, that's easy to me. But like, what is the physical like mass to make everything? Cause it's that, that's really difficult. So kudos, kudos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, LA Chocolate Salon was also interesting because um, like I said, first time exhibiting since I attended it, like, 12 years ago or something. Um, and when they announced the doors at first, it was a little bit slow, a little bit. And our, our thought so was the first half an hour yeah. and after it got busy yeah. and, we're, and we're like, oh, because when we did the San Francisco one, as soon as they opened the door, just like, like bum rush the entire time. Um, so we're like, oh, I hope it picks up. And then when it picked up, it didn't stop, which was kind of crazy. And it was nice because shout out to the original, the OG crew, Elfren and Elisa, who are my god siblings. Yeah, who helped us a lot um, to set up and to do the event. We had us four, one, two, three, four. There's a line. As soon as you know someone's available, we're like, hey, come over here. And we assisted the people. Um, the turnout, I believe they said there's around like 1,200 people who attended, plus hundreds on the wait list. That's what I heard. Uh, you either had to get there early if you're on the wait list or hope that you know you could get a spot as soon as like someone else left. Um, we saw a lot of familiar faces. We saw new faces, um, mentees, which was awesome. People who met us in San Francisco and drove down to LA because they liked our stuff so much in San Francisco. That was amazing. Um, meeting the chocolatiers, Bruno and I, we always make it a point to like, just go around, you know, say hi to everyone, wish everyone a good event. I just think it's good. You know, it's a good vibe. It's a good positive spirit. Um, and yeah, it was just not so we didn't have any like nervousness i would say because we've done big events before no, and like, we knew, yeah no nervousness um just 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 when you get used to to do yeah. events it just it just goes naturally actually. yeah it just goes naturally and like we of course went in it with the mindset like we want to kill it i mean that's how bruno and i are we just naturally are competitive that way um but at the end of the day i told him like no matter whatever happens you know we felt good about the event um we feel like the people who stopped by our booth got our chocolate heard our speeches had a good time with us um and that's what's most important so um it was also nice too because i was interviewed a couple of weeks ago by lauren latsko 
of the Pasadena Weekly and the organizer of the salon actually told me like, oh, he's like, I have something for you. And he, I don't know if you want to grab it, Dada, but he got the the newspaper and he's like, here you go. And that was kind of cool. So um, it's the first time I've seen my head. It's over there by the, the thing, by the trophy. <laughs> it was the first time that I actually, um, yeah, saw my stuff printed in an actual physical print for something other than something academic. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's, I mean, you know, it's small, but I don't know, that's kind of cool. Why not? Kind of cool. Um, during the event, it was also nice because uh, during the speech anyways, you know, when you're speaking publicly, unless you are someone who's watching this and you're a public speaker, you don't, I, at least for me, I, I was afraid and that's exactly what happened is if I saw people's faces and you know, sometimes when people just watch, they have like RBF and so they don't look very engaged, but everyone was engaged, which I really appreciated. Um, or they had to have like 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 eyebrows like they were like thinking or people like were or nice. people yeah, were nice people so were nice and, everything was easy mm -hmm. I but i realized like there's one guy who went and he was like in the very front mm. yeah, mm -hmm, aging guy mark and he was in the very very front and when i was talking i saw him kind of like had burrowed eyebrows so i was like i'm not gonna look at you because it's kind of throwing me off i don't know if like he's like liking what i'm saying or if he's not liking what i'm saying and then we had a conversation after the speech and come to find out he was in the very He's in very similar circumstances to like how I started off in terms of career wise and being turned on to the chocolate thing and all that type of stuff. So uh, it was just nice to see um, how people can relate. And at the end of it, I think I've said this a million times over on like social media and, and classes that I've talked about, but really, you know, this thing, the chocolate thing is just about being able to share what you love to do with other people and you build a connection through that way and how awesome is it that we can connect with other people who happen to like chocolate pretty much yep were there any um challenges that we had for this salon no bringing the showpiece bringing the showpiece maybe but that yeah. was only one bringing the showpiece respraying the showpiece the night yeah, before yeah. yeah but that's it yeah the showpiece was actually the only part, difficult part for me was to put the shoppies inside the car and take it out because it's very heavy. It's freaking heavy. Really but heavy. Uh, on the drive, because it's so heavy, it didn't move at all. Yeah. That's why I made a metal base because it was very heavy and very steady. Straight, so yeah. sturdy. So it didn't, it barely moved in a car. But yeah. that's it. Yeah. And again, thank you to Efron and Aisa because they took the car and we, we had we three were, cars. Yeah. We, we were able to. To bring everything wanted without putting too much in only one car. Mm -hmm. And so they got up. Nice. They got up really early with us. We to were there, us. yeah, to to load to drive the places like forty five minutes from where we live. Um, thank you to everyone who stopped by our booth, who tried samples, who bought chocolate, who supported the business, who voted for us. Um, we found out that we were named gold in top artisan chocolatier for the salon, which makes us pretty happy i mean again we had a good time regardless but that's pretty cool that's um nice. yeah thank you to everyone who went to the talks because i feel like maybe the talks don't get as much uh publicity but you know there was still a decent amount of people who attended each of our talks and i feel like that builds the engagement closer with people 20, who actually, 22 sorry yeah who really like chocolate um and they got to meet 
um, us more afterwards. I know they were like blowing up. Like he had so many fans on his thing. I was just again watching from the sidelines because you don't see too many people do the type of thing that you do. Like you make it look freaking easy, which is sometimes freaking annoying, but you make it look truly easy. And then that's why when you were speaking, I was like, God damn, this guy is freaking good. Like for no preparation, you know, compared to wifey who like had a speech, I would practice. I, I like was like going to my room, like trying to like practice and like gestures and like memorizing all these things. And then I forgot it on the day uh, of. And to, but, you know. to, the, to the very end, I thought, you know, I, don't, I still don't know what I'm going to say. Yeah, he said I'm that. I'm going to say, we'll see when I get in front of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he freaking did amazing. So, yeah. But um, yeah, that was our experience with the LA Chocolate Salon, another one in the books. We probably will be doing the San Francisco Salon next year, LA Salon next year. We have a lot of stuff we have to prep for right now. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, and also I would say, I will say this, prior to the salon, I lost my voice because I just, I put too much on my plate this past month. And I feel like that as I'm getting older, stress, everything starting to affect the health. So we, we worked really hard for this salon. I feel like we presented really well. I feel like the things we put out were really well done. Um, I feel like we know what the heck we're doing. So that shows off as well. Uh, but as always, you know, everything chocolate journey, chocolate related wise, it's bigger than just chocolate. You don't, you shouldn't kill yourself for your dream. You should be enjoying the process, enjoying the journey, taking the moments in. Um, and then if you have things to learn from it, you have things to, to learn from it as well. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah. Any last words, Dada? No. Again, thank you for supporting us. Mm -hmm. Merci uh, beaucoup. Merci Salamat. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and uh, thank you again to Efren Aisa to help us because they helped us a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's it. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, that is just a little quick recap of the LA Chocolate Salon. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. Also, I just wanted to point out if you are a new chocolatier, an aspiring chocolatier, and you want more community, you want to learn a little bit more, um, meet other chocolatiers, definitely join Passion to Chocolate Biz. It's my Facebook group where I talk about topics, um, not just chocolate topics, business topics, mindset topics that all help in the chocolate journey. And we have chocolatier chats in there where you get to meet other chocolatiers and get feedback from others as well. So if you're looking for community, definitely join Passion to Chocolate Biz. Other than that, we will see you on the next one. Thank you so much. Bye. Ciao. And that's all folks. By the way, in case we aren't friends yet, let's keep the connection going and get social on the gram. You can always reach out to us at Convenia Chocolate where we post inspirational, drool-worthy, and informative tips on all things chocolate. And can I just say, thanks for hanging out with me today. If you felt a connection from this podcast or found it helpful, please be sure to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can keep spreading the chocolate happiness. Y'all know that that is my life mission. But really though, <laughs> via chocolate making, teaching, and now through sound. Woohoo! Have a beautiful day, and I know it's going to sound cheesy, but it is true. In case you needed a reminder, you are 100% worthy of the life that you dream, chocolate-filled or otherwise. You just have to summon up the courage to pursue it. And then you keep pursuing and grinding and working and loving it until you get there. Okie dokie! Catch you on the next one.